Welcome to Corvette Today, the podcast that talks about everything Corvette, with your host, Steve Garrett, MC and DJ at one of the largest Corvette weekends in the country, Corvette Fun Fest, president of the Corvette Club of Kansas City, Missouri, and radio disc jockey at the number one radio station in Kansas City for over 40 years. Here's Steve Garrett. Hey, thanks for listening to Corvette Today, the podcast that talks about everything Corvette. I'm your host, Steve Garrett. I appreciate you tuning in. You can listen to Corvette Today on almost all podcast platforms like iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Anchor.fm, Breaker, Radio Public, Pocket Casts, CastBox, Overcast, BeanPod, TuneIn, Spreaker, Stitcher, and now Audible as well. You can also listen on your smart device. All you have to do is say, Alexa or Hey Google, play the podcast called Corvette Today, and you're connected. Also, visit the Corvette Today website. It's www.corvettetodaypodcast.com. You can also sign up for Corvette Today notifications, updates, and information at corvettetoday.ck.page. And don't forget to join the Corvette Today Facebook group. We now have over 1,600 members, and I'd love to have you as a member as well. First, let me thank our flagship sponsors of Corvette today, Haltech Systems. Haltech makes the best cold air intake with world-class performance for your C5, C6, C7, and C8 Corvette. It's the quickest and fastest intake with no cutting or hacking. It's just plug and play and no throwing codes. Get your special Corvette Today discount of 11% off with the code CT11 online at HalltechSystems.com or just call them 262-965-4300. That's 11% off at H-A-L-L-T-E-C-H Systems.com or their phone number is 262-965-4300 and get your Corvette Today discount. Also, midenginecorvetteforum.com. If you'd like to join this new vibrant forum that focuses on the new mid-engine C8 Corvette, it's free to join this friendly community. You'll find a lot of Corvette enthusiasts like yourself at midenginecorvetteforum.com. Also, a shout out to canadiancorvetteforum.com, welcoming Corvette owners around the world. Hey, it's time to get the latest news and headlines with my buddy Keith Cornett from CorvetteBlogger.com. Keith is a regular guest on Corvette Today. He's here twice per month to keep you up to date on what's going on in the world of Corvette. Keith, we're into the holiday season and we are not short of any content to talk about. First of all, we got first pictures of the new right-hand drive C8 Corvette that's headed to Japan. I think that's pretty darn exciting, buddy. It sure is, Steve. Again, thanks for having us back. Lots of fun here. And there's still great news coming out. So our friend Rick Conti got these photos of a torch red C8 Corvette at the airport. And it's loaded onto a shipping pallet. From there, it's going to be loaded onto a jet and supposedly air freighted over to Japan. Chevy doesn't just ship around cars on airplanes often. So I would say that this is a very special car for a special purpose. Could be a show, could be a dealer summit out there, could be just getting a car out there and on the ground so people can see it. We do know that when ordering opened up in Japan earlier this year, they ended up taking over 300 pre-orders for the car, which is about triple of what they usually do in Japan. I think every year Japan does about 100 cars total. So to see that kind of increase right away definitely makes the business case to do the right-hand drive C8 Corvette. So kudos for Rick Connie for getting these photos. I think we're going to see the Corvettes land in Japan sometime around mid-year 2021. That sounds great. It really is a true world car, and I'm so excited to see the right-hand drive. 
Yeah, and I think the Japan model will be first for right-hand drives, but obviously we've got cars going to England, and uh, they're doing a special launch version there. We'll also have right-hand drive cars down Australia and New Zealand, as we talked about previously. So this is really kind of the kickoff for it, and again, it's exciting to see it. It's just a Corvette with the steering wheel on the other side of the interior. But for us, I think it makes a big deal and a big statement that Chevy wants this to be a world car. And to do that, you got to get that car into those native countries where they do drive on the right-hand side. It's pretty exciting, buddy. I'm so psyched up to see this come out. I think it is a world car, and it's nothing but good things ahead for the C8 mid-engine Corvette. Also, the lawsuit with GM about the cracked Grand Sport wheels has been dismissed. What's the insight on that? Well, there's a number of court cases that are still going on. So this is just one of the cases. Okay. I believe this one was out of California. They dismissed the claims alleging practices and fraud, saying that the plaintiff failed to allege GM had knowledge of the Corvette rim defects before he bought the car. In fact, I'll give you the quote here. To successfully allege a manufacturer was aware of a defect, a plaintiff is typically required to allege how the defendant obtained knowledge of a specific defect prior to the plaintiff's purchase of that defective product. So again, a lot of legalese there, but essentially the court is saying that the plaintiff didn't show that GM was aware that there were defective rims before he bought his car. So again, there's a number of cases out there. I think that those lawyers will obviously look at these rulings and see if they can tailor their case to somehow be able to prove that or to show that also. This is really a black eye for General Motors and Corvette owners, I believe. The number of people that have had cracked rims on both their C7 Grand Sports and the Z06, there's a lot of them. And we know people that have never raced their cars, that baby them, you know, cars that have under 10,000 miles that have had several cracked rims. It's, It's just really unacceptable. And it would really be nice to see owners get relief from these defects as we've seen. Very true. Also, the C8 Corvette was named in Car and Driver's 10 Best for the second year in a row. That's pretty exciting. You know, we go from bad news to good news to better news, (laughs) uh, as always. Yeah, the Car and Driver 10 Best Award has been around for a long time. And in fact, this is the 22nd time that the Corvette has been named to it. We saw during the C7s that it was almost yearly that the car was on there. And again, we do mark that this is the second consecutive C8 to make it. So very exciting stuff. One of the uh, quotes I love about this is they call it the 99 percentile quick as a daily driver. These are things that you can do in a Corvette where you wouldn't do with a Lamborghini or Porsche Ferrari, just the 100-mile commute, so to speak. Exactly. So it's a great nod again for Corvette. I think we'll be seeing the Corvette brand on the uh, 10 best list here for the next few years to come. I'd like that. That would be really cool. And something I should have talked to you about this right after the right-hand drive story in Japan, but the C8 went on sale in the Middle East. That's pretty cool. It did. And they were actually selling 2020 models. We did. You actually have a count. So, you know, obviously the 2020 model order books are all closed. And we know that to the Middle East, they actually sold 162 cars there. Nice. In terms of the breakdown, 125 coupes, 37 convertibles. So these cars are probably being delivered shortly to those Middle Eastern dealers. We know that there's a contingent of very passionate Corvette fans there. And I think, again, we're only going to see that passion grow as a, on the world stage here. Very true. Staying outside the country, Keith, General Motors is monitoring Mexico suppliers as COVID spreads throughout their country. That's unfortunate. 
Yeah, it really is. We had a couple of days off a week ago where they just decided to go ahead and after Veterans Day, take off that Thursday and Friday to get them caught up to be able to make sure that they've got all the parts supplies still. So we only lost two days there. I know some of the truck plants in General Motors factories have really seen losses in terms of, I think some of them have lost overtime shifts or partial runs, especially in Arlington with some of the trucks. Obviously, we're seeing COVID news everywhere. So they're keeping an eye on it. They've got people there on the ground also watching it. Again, hopefully we don't see any more impacts for 2020 Corvette. But, you know, see, this is just going to continue to happen even into next year. I think we're going to be living with this until, obviously, vaccines are or whatever else happens that, you know, people are not susceptible to it anymore. So it's just one of these things that we got to just stay safe, keep our people safe. Again, tamper some expectations of the ability to produce all these cars when there's this uncertainty still out there. I agree, Keith. And they're talking about the vaccines will be out maybe April or May of next year. Shoot, that's another quarter away. So we've got a little ways to go here before we're out in the clear, unfortunately. And finally, we have final production stats on the 2020. Those were announced this week as well. Yep. So the Corvette Museum put out the spreadsheet with the final stats. So because they know all the cars that they are yet to be built, I believe that the end date for the 2020s is still December 7th. And then the start date for the 2021s is still that December 8th date. I believe that's a Tuesday. So far, we haven't seen any changes there. But so knowing that what they've got in the hopper is going to be built, they were able to put out these stats. So just real quick, 20,368 Corvettes were built for 2020. Of that, 18,577 are here in the United States. I told you about the 162 going to the Middle East. Right. We also sent 139 to Mexico and 1,490 to Canada. Again, it was a pretty good, robust year, despite all the challenges. To have 18,500 Corvettes here in the United States is a great testament to the hard work and dedication that the Corvette team did to get this to that point. And again, the customers, for those people have been hanging on forever, and still people are still waiting for their cars. So they're going to get them shortly here, and uh, let's hope that it all goes smoothly. But just some of the stats from the 2020s, we saw that the top three colors Torch red is at 25%, Arctic white at 15%, and black is back at 11.7%. We also note that most of the owners opted to go with a 3LT. Actually, the 3LT was the number one choice, followed by the 2LT and the 1LT. We see that as many owners from previous Corvettes, knowing what they're getting, they go in. They order a well-optioned car. We do see a lot of the bells and whistles on these inaugural year builds. Very nice. And, you know, this car has been so snake-bitten from the get-go. It's nice to see 20,000 overall cars and 18,500 still for the U.S. That's still a very healthy number, and I'm sure 2021 models will be much, much better. I think so. I, I think actually the counts will be fairly similar depending on when they decide their end date's going to be for 2021. But yeah, I think that's a very great number. You know, back in their 10 years ago during the recession, we saw counts like 12 and 13,000 for the year. Right. Anytime we can do over 20 is great. I think it's just going to grow from there. Absolutely right. Keith, let's take a quick break. And coming up in segment number two, we're going to talk about Corvette racing and rumors here on Corvette Today. KC Trends Motorsports has been the Midwest's largest custom wheel superstore for over 25 years. They specialize in C8 wheel fitments from the top brands in the industry like HRE, Vossen, ADV1, Avant-Garde, and more. They ship daily from their Kansas City location to all upper 48 states with the best pricing and inventory in the country. Need tires? KC Trends Motorsports has you covered. They have tires in stock from Michelin and Pirelli. 
Plus, they can help you with a customized wheel and tire combo for your Corvette to truly make it one of a kind. And if you need wheel ideas, no problem. Simply go online to kctrends.com for their car and wheel visualizer. See the wheels on your Corvette before you purchase. Also, there's dozens of wheels and tire combo pictures to look through online to spur your imagination. And their expert staff is there to help you with wheel and tire sizing and offsets for your C6, C7, and C8 Corvette. Visit them online at kctrends.com. See them on Facebook and Instagram. Make any Corvette a one-of-a-kind with KC Trends Motorsports. Call them toll-free, 877-962-5200. KC Trends Motorsports. VetFinders.com is the Internet's original Corvette classified ads website with classified ads starting at just $25 and every ad runs until your Corvette is sold. If you're in the market for a Corvette, VetFinders.com has over 500 Corvettes for sale from all around the USA and Canada and covering all eight generations. Visit VetFinders.com, the Internet's destination for buying and selling Corvettes. That's V-E-T-T-E Finders.com. You're listening to the Corvette Today podcast with Steve Garrett. Hey, thanks for listening to Corvette Today, the podcast that talks about everything Corvette. I'm your host, Steve Garrett. With us is Keith Cornett from CorvetteBlogger.com. Keith is with us every other week to keep you up to date on the news and headlines in the world of Corvette. In this second segment, we're going to talk about Corvette racing and also rumors in the Corvette industry. First of all, Nick Tandy has been named as the replacement for Oliver Gavin on the Corvette race team. That's pretty exciting news, and it's nice, Keith, that they got somebody right away. It is, it is. And, and he hasn't officially been named yet, but what happens is drivers talk. So we know that who's got rides and who doesn't have rides once a, a season's over and the next season's getting to start. So they haven't officially announced Nick Tandy yet, but I'd say that it's 99.9% certain that he's the person based on people that he's talked to and then some of the writers for some of the racing publications. Nick is a 36-year-old Englishman. He does have a overall win with the 24 Hours of Le Mans back in 2015. And 13 wins with Porsche with WeatherTech Sports Car Championship Series. So he's a very talented driver. I think he'll mesh well. I know people respect him as a driver. So he should be a good fit for the Corvette team. It'll be interesting to see how that all shakes out. The other news is that Marcel Fasser won't be back as one of the endurance drivers for 2021. We don't know who they might still be looking at for that, but one of the rumors is an ex-BMW driver named Alexander Sims might be looking for that third seat in the number four car. Very nice. Well, Nick Tandy comes with a nice resume, so it'll be great to have Nick on the team for sure. Also, Chevrolet celebrated the IMSA championships. They've got a new TV commercial. I watched it. I liked it a lot. It's a great commercial. It, it melds both the Corvette racing aspect of these factory race cars. Also, then that morphs back into the street cars. Both the convertible and the coupe are shown in the commercial. Definitely great to see it. I love to see that Chevrolet wants to hoist the Corvette racing team up. You know, usually we only hear about NASCAR. So whenever we can see our IMSA car and the teams being elevated, that's great to see. Hopefully it will appear on TV. It might just be a web ad. It's always hard to tell to know where these are going to show up at. So I would say in any sports programming, keep your eyes peeled and let us know if you see it. Also, if you want to see it, you can go to CorvetteBlogger.com and see the entire commercial. It's pretty cool. Yes, it is. Also, GM announced their plans to accelerate their electrification initiative. We've talked about this before, especially when we got the news that the Corvette engineers are going to be reporting over to the autonomous and the EV engineering department. 
Again, we always saw that as good news. That's where the action is in the company. They originally said, I believe, 23 electric vehicles in the next five years. They've actually raised that up to about 30 EVs by 2025. Wow. They're looking to spend $27 billion, which is $7 billion more than what they announced earlier this year. That's a lot of zeros, buddy. (laughs) I think things are really coming together with what they're putting on the table. They've got the Ultium battery system and the, the various motor and drive units that all work together seamlessly. So a lot of these cars will look very similar with the body panels off, but then it'll be up to the designers to really come up with a way to differentiate the looks of these cars. Also, for a marketing standpoint, you know, obviously you want something good looking to drive and not just cookie cutter aspect of it. But again, it's great news for General Motors. I think this is where the industry is going and they want to be a leader in it. Again, I think this will just serve as a wake up to those people that are hanging on to the internal combustion engine. It's not going to be around in 10 or 15 years as a new car. And I think it's just something we kind of have to come to grips with and then see how that'll affect our Corvette. Absolutely right, buddy. I agree. And for those of you that think we never talk about anything but C8 and C7 on Corvette today on our news and headlines, we have two stories for you. Not one, but two stories. First of all, the C4 was on the list for Haggerty's underappreciated list of sports cars in the 1980s and 1990s. Kudos to the C4. It's a fabulous car at a great price point right now. And for the first time Corvette buyer, somebody that wants to get their feet wet, or even the younger Corvette buyer that would normally be priced out of Corvette, the C4 is a remarkable bargain. As Haggerty in this article suggests, we recommend looking at the 1992 to 96 Corvettes. That has the LT1 engine in it. And that's where probably some of the best quality work was done for that generation was in those later cars. You can get into a late C4 as a car that you can get in and drive for eight to $10,000. And if you want something a little bit nicer, you'd spend 15 and you could get a condition two car, low miles again, good condition. It'd be something that you could drive around with pride. So yeah, C4 Corvettes. I was in high school when they came out. And so, you know, you'd see sports stars like Michael Jordan and others driving these cars. And it was always the one to have at the time. And so I see them today at that price. And I just shake my head because they are great cars and they deserve owners. And for people that are looking to get their feet wet in the Corvette hobby, that's a great place to start. Absolutely right. And then my favorite Corvette, the 1963 split window, made Haggerty's list of coupes that are worth more than their convertible siblings, which obviously with the 1963 split window would be, right? It was a one-year option. It was at the inaugural year of that car, so completely different body style than what we saw before. We all know the stories of the epic battle between Zora Arcus Duntoff and Bill Mitchell, the designer of the car, over having that in there. Zora thought it was an eyesore and that he couldn't see around it through the rear view window. So it ended up only lasting a year. But the crazy thing is that 63 coupes sell anywhere from 50 to 100% more than a 64 coupe. That just tells you right there that it has definitely attained that level of specialness that few car models actually do. You know, we can name a few here and there in Corvette, but there's nothing as unique as a 63 split window. Absolutely right. And if you listen to Corvette Today podcast number 30, which is with Peter Brock, Peter tells that story about Bill Mitchell and also Zora Arcus Duntoff literally screaming at each other about the split window. <laughs> so it's a great listen. If you haven't heard that one yet, it's podcast number 30 for Corvette Today with Peter Brock, who is the original designer of the C2 body style. Absolutely. Also, Hooker offers a Blackheart catback exhaust for the C8. This is pretty cool. 
Yeah, Hooker is owned by Holly, and of course, Holly is out of Bowling Green as well. That's where they're headquartered. I didn't know that. They've come out with this new system. They call it a value system. Hooker says its black card exhaust is priced at $1,849. It actually comes with round exhaust tips. It's polished. It looks very nice and very tastefully. We have a video from Hooker that shows a preview of their system so you can kind of get the sound and hear what it sounds like. But if you're somebody that wants to do maybe a little bit, you don't want to go as extreme as having like cat delete or anything like that, where it's just you hear that rumble all the time. You want a little bit more control, maybe a little bit more graceful sound. This could be something for you. And Hooker does say that it adds 10 more horsepower and 10 more foot-pounds of torque to a C8 as well. That's great. I didn't know that Hooker was there in Bowling Green, but there's a company right here in the Kansas City area that's basically in my neighborhood. It's Procharger, and they've teased a supercharged C8 Corvette. That's pretty exciting because I think that's the first aftermarket supercharger for the C8. Yeah, everything we've seen up to this point has been twin turbos or turbo systems. Procharger says they've been planning for this for the last several months. They've actually got two test cars that they've got with their Procharger system. They put out a video last week that shows some examples of the car and you can hear it. We saw it back in the C7 days, a Procharger supercharger system would add about 180 horsepower or so to the C7. So if we figure basically the same kind of math for the C8, obviously we're closing in on 700 horsepower horsepower there. Pretty cool. They say it's a bolt-on intercooled system and it'll run on pump gas. Nice. So uh, I think once they get everything figured out, we're going to see some pricing on that pretty soon. I'm looking forward to seeing that for sure. Keith, we'll take one more break and then coming up in the third segment, we'll talk about the lighter side of Corvette on Corvette Today. If you're looking for top quality aftermarket parts for your C2 through C7 and especially your new C8 Corvette, look no further than Apsis USA. We are a leader in aftermarket parts, especially parts made in carbon fiber. Whether it's for your interior, exterior, or engine bay, Apsis USA can custom make nearly any part you want in leather, carbon fiber, or carbon flash. Plus, we have custom parts for your new C8 Corvette that no other company has. Visit our website at apsisusa.com or call toll-free at 1-800-68-APSIS. That's 1-800-682-7747. Call and get the special Corvette Today discount of 10% off your order. We'll help you customize your Corvette to give it that one-of-a-kind look. So when you want the best, look to the leader in aftermarket interior, exterior, and engine bay parts for your Corvette. APSIS USA at APSISUSA.com. Don't forget, call today and get your 10% discount when you mention the Corvette Today podcast. Hey, honey, are you awake? Mm, I am now. I can't sleep. Since turning 50, I keep dreaming of a red door and a blue door, somehow knowing there are only choices for retirement. Okay. Through the red door, we outlive our money. We have to rely on our kids. We're stuck on a fixed income. It's terrifying. Yeah, that would suck. But through the blue door, our money outlives us. We retire on our terms. Our kids stay our kids, not our caretakers. We make work optional. Yes, that's much better. That's what I want to, but what do we do? We call True Wealth and Company at 913-653-8783. They specialize in helping successful people make work optional. They're our fiduciary Blue Door personal wealth managers. Hey, where are you going? It's 3 a.m. I can't sleep. I'm going to check out True Wealth and Company online at retirewithtrue.com. That Blue Door is going to be our retirement. 913-653-8783. Visit us online at retirewithtrue.com. Investment advice offered through True Wealth and Company, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Kansas. And now, back to Corvette Today with your host 
and my husband, Steve Garrett. Hey, thanks for listening to Corvette Today, the podcast that talks about everything Corvette. I'm your host, Steve Garrett. Thanks for listening. My guest today, as we do every other week, is Keith Cornett from CorvetteBlogger.com. We keep you up to date on the latest news and information that's happening in our world of Corvette. Keith, on the lighter side in this third segment, on eBay, it looked like there was a replica of a fuel-injected 1961 XP700, and it looked fabulous. You know, these cars are pretty interesting, especially designers these days want to take an old concept car look and apply it. It really changed the look. So going back to the XP700, this was a car that Bill Mitchell again drove around as his company car. So he would do that. He would drive company concept cars as his company car. And one of these was the XP700. It has a totally different nose on it. That The grill teeth are all gone, but it's got the dual headlights. And it looks almost like a fighter jet intake on the front of this car. It's pretty cool the way it's this oval-shaped uh, intake Somebody's got a replica of the body, put it up on eBay. I think it was selling for forty-five at the time that we wrote about it, but I just hit it again, and now it's priced at thirty-seven thousand. So it's a fuel-injected unit, comes with the motor and everything, and the body looks pretty close to being done. Obviously, you have to bolt on the other parts. So I think left to do would be the interior, and then really just kind of all the uh, the finish work on it. But for that person that wants something completely different, uh, this could be your car. <laughs> Boy, I tell you what, Bill Mitchell did it right back in those days, driving a concept car as his daily driver from the company. I love that. I love his story. You know, Bill Mitchell was also, when we go back to Peter Brock again, with the 59 Stingray Racer. Here was a concept car that Bill Mitchell basically paid out of his own pocket to finish it right. so that he could put the flying dentist in it and go racing. And he raced this car. He drove it as his company car. Now it's at the Heritage Center. It's a nice way, I guess, if you're just going to drive these cars around town, is to gauge interest if people really like them. You know, they're going to come up and say, hey, what is that? Ask questions, you know. Again, I think, yeah, he did it right by showing off these cars. That's pretty cool. <laughs> That's amazing. You couldn't see anything like that going on today, but Bill Mitchell, my hat is off to you. Also, an award-winning 1961 Corvette was donated to the National Corvette Museum. That was a really nice-looking car. I like these stories. Yeah, so when they brought in Derek Moore as a curator, one of his goals was to increase the number of contributions of cars. He had a specific list of years that the museum didn't own. And so this 1961 actually allows them to cross that one off their list. But this is a really nice car. In fact, the owner is a lifetime member. His name is Howie Maxwell. He was just at the museum, I think, a month or two ago where he picked up his brand new C8 Corvette. I don't know if he was having some storage issues at home and, you know, he's like, what am I going to do with these extra cars? Like we all have, right? Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He took this car and he donated it to the museum. It's an NCRS top flight car. Wow. It's passed the performance verification test, which means it earns the Zora Duntoff Award. When we say it's highly awarded, it's at the pinnacle of cars under the NCRS system. So pretty cool that the museum's got this now. And again, by donating your car to the museum, not only do owners get a gracious tax deduction, but the museum now has a car that they can share with their members and visitors to show the differences of these cars based on the newer cars. It's a great thing to have. Absolutely right. And finally, for everybody that doesn't like OnStar, we have a good story because in Tulsa, there was a theft of a 2020 C8 Corvette and it was thwarted by OnStar. That's good enough reason to have that OnStar on your system. 
Exactly. So the car was stolen while the owner was asleep, I guess. We don't know how they got the keys or what have you. When the police were made aware of it, they called OnStar. They found out where it was, and they knew that they wanted to stop it before it got to one of the highways. I think one of the quotes was, we don't want to have a car going 200 miles an hour. We're trying to stop it. So they got with OnStar. OnStar issued the commands to stop the car. It did seem to initially stop. This is where some of the reporting in the original article, we're not quite sure what was happening, but it sounded like the car did stop, came to a slowdown. But then when the police got there, they were actually able to get going again. I don't believe it was at a high speed, but they were able to get moving. There was actually three people in the car. A girl had jumped out. She got hurt jumping out. And then the car slowly rolled over, I guess, a stop sign where it came to a stop. The other people jump out. So they captured two of the three, I know. Obviously, they're going to be facing some car theft charges there. Kudos to OnStar for being able to let the police know where the car was and then slow it down enough to at least get help there. The car did suffer a little bit of minor damage as it rolled over that stop sign pole. But better having your car back and facing some minor damage than kids getting killed on the highway running from the cops. Absolutely right, buddy. And, you know, it just goes back to the old saying, you can't fix stupid. (laughs) That is true. Well, Keith, thanks again for being with me on Corvette today. We'll talk to you in two weeks. Happy holidays, and we'll talk again in mid-December. Sounds great, Steve. All the stories we talked about today are on CorvetteBlogger.com. Again, come by, say hi, and if we see you out there, make sure to wave. Thanks again for listening to Corvette today, and thanks to our flagship sponsors, too. Make sure you take advantage of these great podcast discounts from Haltech Systems. You can get 11% off with the code CT11. Use that online at H-A-L-L-T-E-C-H-Systems.com or call them at 262-965-4300. Also, APSIS USA. Get 10% off online at APSISUSA.com or call them at 1-800-68-APSIS and mention the Corvette Today podcast to get your 10% discount. You've been listening to Corvette Today with Steve Garrett. If you'd like to contact Steve with any thoughts on the podcast or ideas for guests on Corvette Today, you can email him at stevegarrettdj at gmail.com. That's stevegarrettdj at gmail.com. Garrett has two R's and two T's. Or connect with Steve on social media on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram using at stevegarrettdj. Thanks again for listening to Corvette Today.